Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is co-host Chris Rosini. Chris, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Dr. Paul. Very good. Uh, you know, Fridays are usually uh, reserved for a couple things. Uh, we, we get to mention a very close uh, supporter and friend, and, and that's the people at Birch Gold. So we'll talk about them a little bit. But we, we usually talk about economics more likely uh, on Friday. And uh, that means we, we looked at some of the things going on. <clears throat> and there were some exciting things happening. Uh, if you're interested in gold, which we are, and we'd like to get everybody interested in gold and understand gold and why it is so important. And that, of course, is one of the reasons why I partner with uh, Birch Gold. But uh, the markets, uh, see, it was declared. I don't know who the declarer is, but it was declared that the Fed pivot is on. They're not going to raise interest rates and everybody's going to enjoy it. It's going to be perfect. The economy is just wonderful. And the markets loved it. And the stock's been going up because they've anticipated this. But the interesting thing happened with this declaration that interest rates would go down, would make investing in the dollar less attractive. So uh, they've been a little bit behind in investing in gold because those things take time to sort it out. So there was, a, I, I guess, a decision made by somebody out there who really likes gold, and they did. It, it, it's up significantly today, and that means it's up significantly right now. And it can change, but it's pretty amazing. But, you know, this announcement today it, it came, and it was fortified mainly by the fact that uh, – you, you, you know, the uh, inflation statistics were so good. Uh, the uh, CME, the uh, Consumer uh, Price Index, it, it, uh, it showed that it went up one, uh, you know, it, it went up only one-tenth of one percent. And that, that's not very much, but the markets loved it because it's always been, I mean, it went down that much. And the markets always are worried about it, it going up. So uh, with this signal, people say, well, it's a soft landing. And I think, well, how can you have a soft landing? And since I've been in the Air Force, and I have flown a few in a few airplanes and, and was a pilot in private aircraft. But, uh, you know, but they keep talking about this soft landing, and I know what they're implying. You know, that's a, that's a three-pointer. You land is nice and smooth on the runway. But I get to thinking that we have so much chaos. What happens, what happens if, uh, if a plane has trouble and they're out over the ocean? I say, oh, we have to land, we have to land, but we're 500 miles from the coast. Well... They says we can have a soft landing, <laughs> so they go in and they land. But that soft landing didn't do so well. So I am anticipating the soft landing uh, of of this e economy is not going to be much better because they're going to discover it's uh, it, that soft uh, soft landing isn't going to indicate it's, per it's smooth sailing from then on because I think when it comes, the economy is going to sink and there has to be, you know, changes made because all the silly stuff that we've done now for decades, but we really have done it a lot uh, since uh, COVID came out and QE came out and all this. So there's a lot of debt and it hasn't been handled yet. It hasn't been worked through the economy. So there's a lot of uh, uh, inflationary results from this. And uh, this, 
this to me, I think, is, uh, is, is not going to be a smooth landing at all. And they may be deceived into it and think they can pull it off and the markets like it. But, you know, then again, some people in the markets, they say, well, yeah, he's probably right. I'm probably right about that to a degree. But today is the day we make money. <clears throat> and uh, some do. They live not only by week by week or month by month. Some of them just go by minute by minute. And that's why, you know, it's rather risky. But that's also the reason, Chris, that I have uh, worked hard in trying to understand the monetary system of all history. <clears throat> and it turns out that gold has been the most consistent uh, currency ever devised by humankind. And... Uh, it, it, uh, it's been around 6,000 years and people know about it. And now more Americans are personally owning gold than they ever have. You know, when, when Roosevelt uh, inherited the depression in the early 1930s, the first thing he did was, of course, steal the gold from the people. And uh, it was an event that didn't cause, uh, you, you know, civil strife and civil war. Uh, there weren't that many people that really owned gold. I think it's different right now. I think there's a lot of people who have investing in gold. And there are a few problems. How do you deal with taxes? And how do you hold it? How, how, are, how do you make it secure? How do you understand the issue? This is one of the reasons why uh, we partner with Birch Gold. It's because that's their business and their professionals at it. Because uh, we are allowed to own gold in, in our retirement funds, the, uh, uh, you, you know, the IRA accounts. And a long time ago, when I was first in medicine, I had a, an investment account, not an IRA account, but we, I had an investment account that I had gold, uh, you know, in it. Uh, <clears throat> but it got a little more complex. You can't just, uh, you can't just go, to the, go to the coin shop and buy your coins and take it, and, and, uh, and that's all it is. That's the way it should be. And it was sort of like that when we first uh, uh, was involved with it. But now there are ways you have to do it, it precisely. And that's why I think people should get as much advice and understanding of how the markets work, how you purchase it, how you, what do you do if you sell it, how you transfer stocks into gold. And that's what, uh, that's what Birch Gold uh, does. So if, if any of you have not yet called Birch Gold, I'm suggesting it's a good idea to do it because things happen quickly, just like today. Gold at one time this morning, I thought it was over, in the future market, it was up over $30. And uh, I think th those big changes are going to continue uh, to, uh, to occur and even get much larger before it's all over. So if you want to get some more information from Birch Gold to find out the best way uh, to study and understand and invest in gold and where, how, to, how to do it, uh, if you look at the uh, number below on the page that, uh, that you're looking at and uh, text that number, you text Ron 989898 and that will uh, direct you toward Birch Gold. And they'll send the information and they don't charge you for the information. They want to, they want to, you know, uh, get you to pay attention. I like the idea because I think the more people who own gold, uh, the safer we'll all be. It's sort of like if, if you want to, if you live in a country where no, nobody has a gun and nobody's allowed to own a gold, uh, you know, legalizing it, it doesn't matter. The government has too many. But right now, uh, 
the, the gold is owned by a lot of people and uh, he could be get, getting a little tricky on exactly what you should do. If some people have to make personal decisions. But I think the best thing though is, uh, you know, my suggestion is to get some more information and find out how you might be able to transfer uh, your stocks and put it into the metal itself and uh, take care of that and making sure that your uncle isn't watching you and telling you what to do. So once again, if you want more information that they do not charge for, get in touch with Birch Gold, and that is Ron989898. Very good. And Chris, uh, we're going to talk up a little bit now. I want to know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know your position, and you're not going to say, Ron, you're wrong. Uh, this is wonderful, and uh, inflation has been solved. The problem has been solved, and because we have cleaned up this mess, the budget will be balanced very soon. We'll bring our troops home, and a welfare state will be brought under control. Now, where do you stand on this vital issue? That's a, quite a Christmas list there, Dr. Paul. Hopefully Santa is listening to you. But unfortunately, I don't see that happening. And uh, inflation, you know, I treat all government statistics like COVID statistics, you know. It's all COVID statistics. So when they tell me about inflation, uh, it, it's not even worth paying attention because all you have to do is look at your bills. And when I look at my bills, I see rising prices, especially for food. Uh, it's, it's insane what we're paying for food in my house. Uh, but even beyond my own bills, I just look out and I see people openly stealing at retail stores, which is quite an amazing thing to see in America. And, you know, I worked at several retail stores when I was younger and there was, it was called shrinkage. You, you always, there was always a percentage that you lose to shoplifters and they taught us, you know, what to look out for because shoplifters had to be crafty they had to use their brains to figure out how to how to get to lift this stuff out of your place today you don't need anything you just walk right in with a bag fill it up and leave you know so people only do that when they are desperate and they're desperate because prices especially like i said for food are high so they will do things that they don't normally do and i'm also noticing in retail stores locked Plastic thing, plastic uh, containers with locked socks, locked Tide Pods. So they're locking regular things away that should never be locked away because people are stealing like crazy. That is telling you that despite what the media and the government and Bidenomics says, that inflation is bad. And, uh, you know, we, we only have that because we have a, a, a monetary system that is failing and they're printing money out of desperation to, do, to hold their system together and it is now, has now trickled down to the street and it's getting real bad and uh, we're gonna have to change at some point and uh, hopefully we change towards sound money. Very good. You know, the uh, Fed manipulates and pretend they know how to manage monetary policy. And it's exactly opposite of what uh, sound money would be like because the market dictates what the interest rates would be, the saving rates and all of the all of these things. But uh, 
when you manage the whole economy, and they, they are the central economic planners, the Federal Reserve, and uh, they, they want to say they're independent, and that's why they don't want anybody to have an audit of it. They want to be independent because they have to take care of the welfare state because if they're spending money, uh, you know, the Fed it has to accommodate. And also, for the same reason, they have to accommodate those in the military-industrial complex. Oh, that's for national security, which is a bunch of baloney uh, because it doesn't help and it undermines our national security when we get ourselves involved in war around the world and and have troops in 150 countries and all this so that that's uh, you know a fallacy but the main daily tool that they use and what just happened recently on this announcement uh, that the Fed is uh, uh, pivoting which means is they're going to keep interest rates low and get them lower and that's why everybody's euphoric and therefore interest rates be, being down the people who are in the daily trading said oh well uh, you know if interest rates are going down uh, you know I, I'm going to get out of saving the, the money and t for this day at least they, it looks like they decided they buy, to buy the gold but if it's a day where they recognize maybe in a month or so interest rates are really going up you know they'll be back and, and the gold prices are inevitably going to keep going up because of the uh, uh, function of our government, which is to spend, 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 borrow, 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 and, uh, and there's not enough people who want to loan the money, so the Fed has to print the money, and that, that's where the problem is. But the Fed is obsessed with their expertise in managing the economy, and the magic number for the Fed now for many years, at least a decade, they've emphasized it, is if we <clears throat> if we could just get it where we destroy the value of the dollar at two percent a year boy that would be wonderful that means they're going to steal two percent what if what if we put your money in the bank and say okay yeah you can use my money but uh, uh the bank tells you yes but it's going to be worth the last two percent if you keep it in the bank well, they, they did this and thinking 2% was a wonderful solution. So one time, you know, not too long ago, uh, the market was dictating uh, and what the Fed was doing, they took it because the Fed was hysterical, they took interest rates down below zero, which was crazy and historic. So they worked hard, we got to calm the markets down because they think things are being distorted with negative interest rates. So they kept pestering, we got to get this inflation up to 2%, 2%. And my prediction then was, it'll get to 2%, then it's going to get a lot higher. <laughs> and and uh, that's exactly what happened. You know, the 2%, well, it depends on what you were looking at. Mortgage rates are up and all kinds of borrowing rates up, savings rates are up, which helps help some people. So they're, they're they're, they're happy now, and that was what was in part of this announcement today, that uh, they, they said that uh, they, the inflation is approaching the inflation target. It's just a little bit uh, <clears throat> more than 2%, but they're doing really well, and the markets bought into that, and it was a, they had their Christmas spirit, and they, and they liked it, and so the, uh, the things changed. Gold, gold went up for, the, for that group. And this, uh, this is just so fictitious that this 2% is a magic number, which they, ne they, they can't hit it. Uh, you know, next month, 
it's quite possible that they'll give up on this. They'll be, they'll, they'll admit there's a recession building and already in its early stages. And they say, oh, it's really getting, we overstepped our bounds. We went too fast. We said, we're not going to raise interest rates. And, you know, next month they might say, we, well, we sort of miscalculated. There is a little old recession out there. So we're going to have to have another shift in our policy and we're going to raise it. And you could have a shift and a change to that over overnight. But ultimately, though, I think when people worry about this crazy stuff, there, it's, uh, I, I worked in the political system, and the odds of us getting the right people in the right places to have a significant role in cutting spending and uh, controlling the Fed from printing the money, it's, it's zero. So they're going to continue to do it, and uh, the, the Fed is going to continue to print the money, and the inflation, the increase in the prices and the distortions of this interest rate thing will continue and it's going to get worse. But for right now, today, the targets is approaching and it's just about ready to, to make the final announcement. We have conquered inflation. And as you would guess, Chris, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And uh, yeah, you, I, you're, you're right and the government has proven that they are full throttle until they destroy everything. And, uh, but if that's the way it's going to be, then so be it. Then what has to happen is when that happens, there, have, there has to be enough people that want to do the right thing once they destroy the currency, whenever that happens to be. And it doesn't have to be a majority of people, not even close. Most people follow. So you don't need the majority. You just need enough people that understand and if the more influential they are the better uh, to understand sound money and you know have influential people say this is the way we have to go now they destroyed everything now we have to go this way and sound money means what we have in the constitution what we have today is unconstitutional they don't have the, the right to counterfeit but they just ignore the constitution and do it so that's what we need is money that cannot be counterfeited. And that's why we talk about gold on this show, because it cannot be counterfeited. That's why governments for hundreds of years tried to eliminate gold out of the consciousness of people, because they can't counterfeit it. And let's say you have that sound money again. Uh, the, the biggest plus that it would do is with war, because war has, is what is bringing our country down. It has totally bled us dry our military industrial complex empire. They take money so easily. Uh, just say the words national security and that's it. And that would change because the politicians would have to ask us for money to fight wars. They would have to say, you know, we want to fight this war and we would have to agree to it. Today, they don't, they don't care what we think. They tell us the next war that they're going to fight. So, and they, they wouldn't be able to promise all this free stuff because they can't counterfeit the money. And we would only go to war when we actually feel like we have to defend ourselves, you know, which is probably is so rare that uh, we wouldn't have to worry about war in the sense that we do today, where it's just bleeding us dry. And none of this would create a paradise here because, uh, you know, there would still be theft, there would still be crimes, there would still be sin. You know, there's no system that we can make. The only thing we can do is better or worse, better or worse. Sound money is much, much better than this disaster that we're living through now that we're waiting you know to 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 uh to finally get rid of it so that's the way we want to go uh how things play out is still a mystery very good 
you know, in all the activity today in the markets, uh, uh, they, they were talking about all the good things happening. They've conquered, uh, practically, uh, the problem of prices going up. Inflation is under control, much better. And the markets loved it. And uh, But uh, they never mentioned one thing in all the articles. I didn't, I didn't mention anything. But you better be a little cautious because the spending is still there. They're running up trillions of dollars of debt every year, and the, and the deficit is now over $33 trillion, and it, it's skyrocketing, and they hide a lot of the deficits. And, and you know, there's a lot of activity that goes on in devaluing the dollar that's quite secret, that when the crisis occurs, you know, when we have the financial crisis, the Fed is allowed, not, they're not permitted really to, but they get away with doing a lot of bailouts to the tune of, uh, of trillions of dollars. But I never saw any mention today about uh, really talking about the debt and deficit, which is ultimately what they what they have to do. <clears throat> but there, there's a lot of blame that goes around. A lot of people uh, talk about, well, who, who's at fault? Well, profits. Business people are making too much profits, and that, that's what the problem is. And some other people will say, no, it's labor unions. They build up wages too high. The wages go up. The prices have to go up because the cost of labor is pushing prices up. And that's not true either. <clears throat> There's pressure on wages uh, after the inflationary factor comes from, you know, the devaluation of the currency. But uh, labor unions and labor, uh, they're just trying to struggle and compensate you know, for the rising prices and rising prices in the marketplace, the market dictates that. That's one place where even under today's circumstances, the market still works. You know, uh, when uh, when they uh, start pushing these, the prices going too high, people back off and there might be even some subtle decreases because the people don't want to or, or they can't uh, pay that much for it. But uh, you, you know, right right now uh, they're 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 looking to what what to blame uh, right now, and uh, I th I think uh, the the whole thing is is they have we have to get around you know to uh, blaming the right thing, and that of course is the Federal Reserve, the monetary system, and uh, and and that uh, labor unions don't do it. But I want to just mention one thing. That would incur would would I could see why somebody would be uh, convinced that it's labor's fault. So uh, it says government wage growth uh, hit record high in spite of they have control. The inflation has under is under control. They say, they claim price inflation, but uh, here here is an article. It says government wage growth hits record high as the Fed's favorite inflation indicator tumbled. That, the inflation indicator. That means, you know, the measurement of government, oh, the prices are going down, but wage growth, uh, you know, uh, uh, hitting records high. And it turns out, guess where the worst price inflation is right now, which or not, not some, well, it is price inflation, it's labor inflation, and it's protection of federal workers. Headline, CPI also slowed more than expected, plus uh, for two per year. But the, the, uh, the, wages, uh, the wages for workers, though, uh, went up 5% year over year. Well, that's, that's higher than everything they're predicting. That's all behind us. We're approaching 2%. But private wages are up 5%. And uh, but they're suffering the consequence, and they're, that's denial. 
that the, the inflation has been anywhere conquered, like we're on the verge of victory. And uh, then uh, if you look at government wages, it's, it's up at a rate of 9%. So the government people get a little extra protection, you know, uh, they, they are going to get that. Of course, long term, you know, the government wages does, it does participate because it's usually involved in, in war preparation and welfareism and all the spending. If we didn't have that, uh, we wouldn't have the deficits that we have. But, but anyway, I thought it was interesting that uh, the wages for the government, it looks like they're getting their protection. And I can't even say, well, that's why we have inflation. No, that, even that is a, uh, is a political consequence. They did a better job in getting bailed out, and they're continuing to get bailed out because they, they, they know what we're trying to tell people. There's a lot of inflation here, and we better deal with the budget one of these days. Excellent, Dr. Paul. I will finish up with my closing statement probably for the year. So I want to thank our viewers, wish them Merry Christmas in the next few days. Have a great time with your families, your friends. And thank you very much for watching us this year. Since we began this show, I think it was 2015, we have been growing every year ever since. And that is our goal. It's not to be Joe Rogan, but to always have consistent growth, more people, more influential people, and uh, you know the, the, the tide of liberty can begin. Uh, so thank you very much for watching us. Uh, I'll close by saying the Federal Reserve is just one aspect of this great centralization that has been happening for centuries. We talk about 1913, that's when the Fed was created. That's when the centralization went into hyperdrive, but it was occurring for hundreds of years even before that. And it looks like they uh, are getting to the point where they have bitten off more than they can chew, like the Roman Empire. When the Roman Empire was through, there was a great decentralization. And that, I believe, is in the future somewhere, a great decentralization. And one of the great tools that we have at our disposal is the one we're using right now called the Internet. And while the people in power want to use the Internet against us, we can use it against them, you know, to speak, to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to put different ideas because they're centralized. They're one narrative. When you look around, there's just one story that they want you to believe. They want to bombard your senses with one angle. But with the Internet, there's endless angles. Okay? So this is all to the good. And decentralization will happen the more the people say no. Use the word no. Uh, we don't believe you. We know what you're doing to us. We've been through this many times before. You're lying. I don't want to play along. And you know, the, the more people, COVID was a big one. There's a lot of no's after that COVID because that was a big failure. And uh, so this is all for the good. And it, it just takes time for all this to work out. And we just hope that it's peaceful and that we move to sound money, to liberty peacefully instead of chaotically. Very, very good, Chris. You know, uh, I want to close with uh, talking a little bit about uh, why uh, people who understand Austrian economics make predictions. And, and for the most part, 
they're pretty good. The Austrian concepts were even known, you know, before the big depression. And there were people saying, you know, there will be a correction. And the, the, the theory of all this is that if you have artificial interest rates, since interest rates are very vital in a free market, they give the information on what we should do and anticipate, and that's the job of the entrepreneur and the savers on, on what, what to do. So this, um, this was available uh, to people and uh, it, it's, uh, what, what, it, what it does though, with the artificial interest rates, it causes uh, you know, uh, people to do things they otherwise wouldn't do, and it's called malinvestment. And it causes people to uh, you, you know, run up things and, and mis miscalculate and have bigger deficits. So there's the, it, it, it's the cause, really, that atmosphere causes debt to be run up because you can sort of borrow into the future and destroy the money. You don't feel the pain for maybe years down the road. Like we're feeling the pain of what happened four and five years ago and QE and all this. So it takes a while. So that's why it's so tempting and, and, they, and they do that. But uh, so the, the debt is huge. We know that. And most people realize that they don't they don't seem to think, well, if we just took care of that, we would be all helped because on the short run, they wouldn't be helped. Uh, you, you know, it's, it, it, uh, there's a penalty you have to pay. The, so the, the, the belief, though, in Austrian economics is that debt, when it becomes excessive, you don't know the day that the market decides it's excessive and we can't handle it anymore. But when it becomes excessive and the market recognizes it, there's a liquidation. The debt is liquidated through the destruction of the value of the money, and uh, and, and that will also liquidate bad liquidate bad investments. So let's say that uh, a, a, an entity thought we needed, uh, uh, you know, really in, uh, there was an actual economic need for 50 houses, but the interest rates were low, and they built 100 houses. Well, if if somebody else looks in the well, that's, that's too much, and there's a, going to be a correction. Well, what we're involved in, and this is why we can be absolutely certain that there's going to be a recession. This whole idea of, no, you won't, it's going to be so soft, you're not even going to know it. No, no, this airplane's out over the ocean. It may be soft for a minute, and then it's sinking. And when this, when this crash comes, uh, the people will, will know it, and it's a consequence. And the reason why this is so important is, what are you going to do after this happens? Are you going to restore sound money and a different type of government? You know, in 1921, we had a bad depression. And the, the, uh, GP, uh, the, the GPA, uh, the, the uh, gross product went down like 15%. But, uh, but back then, uh, it, was it was handled by hands off. And it was bad for one year. All the debt was liquidated. They went went back to it. Of course, they went back to inflating again. But uh, it 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 is. I think it's locked in place. You can't prevent now. You can deal with it, and you can limit it, and you can try to help people to understand. Don't make the bubble bigger. But you can't liquidate what is all the bad investment and all the debt without some some type of an adjustment and the the uh, liquidation a business has to either go bankrupt and quit paying their bills and they liquidate a government don't do that so people don't have to worry about getting their social security check and the money coming in and the food stamps all it'll all happen 
but they cannot control the inevitable ri rise in the prices for that. So the liquidation comes by paying off debt with bad money, the counterfeit money. And that is what we're witnessing. That is why this wonderful news today, I wish it was all true, and it's ushering in an age of, uh, of uh, sound economic policies and more prosperities, less war. Uh, I would think that would be wonderful. But we have to be realistic and realize what is happening. But you know, in spite of it all, I think the Merry Christmas that I have is it's not that difficult to understand. It's not that difficult. Most people, most people know, uh, think of it in terms of the individual. The individual knows they can't borrow a, a million dollars every month and live uh, beyond their means. Eventually the banker calls the debt due. <clears throat> That's what happens in a nation the debt is called in, and it's done by uh, the money losing value, and that's, what, that's, what's, uh, that's what's going to happen. So I, I think that uh, knowing that and knowing what to do, if we did it, uh, that would be a Merry Christmas. And we feel very often during the year that we do reach some people, and that's why we're so delighted to present our case to our viewers and our supporters because that is what it counts and spreading the message is very key. So I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and spread the message of liberty. Thank you for tuning in today and please return soon.